Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone is having an awesome day today. The Lord woke us up once again. I wanted to talk about isolation today. Um, I wanted to read Proverbs 18, which says, A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes reproach. So that was um, Proverbs 18, 1 through 3. And kind of what I got out of that, like summarizing that verse is just basically saying like isolated people pursue their own goals and reject sound judgment. Like, no fool enjoys understanding. They only care about expressing their heart. And uh, contempt and reproach accompanies accompanies the wicked. Um, And that kind of got me thinking about how this kind of isolation can lead to depression. We all know that. When you become isolated and you pursue your own needs, not what God wants, only what you want, you begin to feel out of place you begin to feel depression and um something that i know um for depression um so there is something called with clinical depression and it's also known as major depression and some of the treatments for that are consist of um, therapies medication and medical procedure So as far as like the medical procedure, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of ECT, which is um, an electric, it's electroconclusive therapy. So um, what it does is it rapidly relieves severe depression. It gives new brain cells, like new brain cells develop in the brain's hippocampus. So they basically shock your body, make it go have like... um, um what is that called they basically have you have like a seizures once they do this ect like they have your body have a seizures which they hope that it it develops new brain cells to the certain area where you lack cells right and um looking back at this it it reminds me on how, you know, medic, medicine and everything else tries to use God's laws, His ways. In order to relieve depression, it consists of therapies, I said was the first one. Therapy, when you go to therapy, is just talking to someone, venting to a person who is not going to judge you. Who is just going to listen to you and listen to your problems and ask you questions that will help you get to an answer that you need. Right? If if, if anyone has ever been to therapy, that's really what it is. You sit down and you talk to someone who only listens to you. And in the same way, sees things from outside of the box being non-judgmental and asks you certain questions about yourself where it will will have you 
questioning yourself and once when you start questioning yourself you get to an answer that you didn't know before and this is the same thing that we need to do with God so again I said for the treatments the first one is therapies which is you go and talk to someone God says you're going through something you come to me you talk to me Whatever it is you're going through, whether it's happy moments, sad moments, anxiety, whatever it is, you come to me first. You come and talk to me. I am your therapist. You sit down and you pray and you talk to me because the words that he's going to give us, no one else will. When we sit down and we pray to God, we seek help right? That's what we do when we go to prayer. And he says, knock and I will answer. He's going to answer. He's going to talk to you. So I kind of find it um, just interesting how in uh, the mental health area, in order for us to get rid of major depression, we have to first do therapies, then medications, Which, what is our medication in God? It's the Bible, the Word. That's our medication. That's our medicine. You sit down and you read how many hours you need or whatever. If you're starting off, whatever seems best for you, however long. But the Word of the Bible is your medication. You're getting everything that you need out of this book all of the knowledge all of the wisdom all of your vitamins everything your body needs is in this book called the bible and second treatment is medical procedure so once we have been talking and praying to god and we've been reading the bible which is the medication next comes the medical procedure which is is now time to give yourself to God. So when people go through this ECT, they have to be under anesthesia because their brain is being shocked. So when people are under anesthesia, they're basically vulnerable. They're basically saying like, hey, I know you have to shock my brain. You have to do these things that I cannot do while being awake. So I'd rather be uh, asleep and incoherent for this procedure. And it's the same thing with God. God, I come to you. I know I need to change. And I'm going to be vulnerable with you. I don't want to be listening to my own thoughts, my own wants, my own desires. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm here for you. I'm completely vulnerable. Shock me. Change me. Do this procedure in me. Take out everything that's affecting me that I no longer want. That's what God does for us in that moment of procedure. Once we have gone to therapy and talked to him and applied the word as a medication, then we come to him for a medical procedure for him to change us. And a lot of people are always like, I will do the therapy, I'll talk to you, I'll pray. I will do the medications, I'll read this Bible and 
see what I get out of it. But when it comes to like, are you ready to change? Are you ready to have this medical procedure? We're like, no, God, I still want to do what I want. But I'm trying to get rid of depression. But I still want to just, I'll stick to just therapy and medication for the rest of my life. And God is telling us, I can deliver you right now. I can deliver you today. And you can get rid of depression. Just come to me so I can do that medical procedure that you need. So I can take everything that's inside of you that no longer needs to be in there. But we are so afraid to do that. And at the end of the day, if we want something so bad, if we are tired of something so bad, it doesn't matter what it takes. It doesn't matter what we have to go through. A lot of people that battle depression, that don't seek God, that don't know about God, will say, you know what, I'll go ahead and do that ECT. I will go ahead and do it because I am so tired of being depressed, feeling lonely, feeling like my life is going nowhere. I'm so tired of it. Shock me till that is gone. A lot of people do that. And a lot of, I found it also kind of interesting that a lot of people, when they do do these ECTs, they say it's a negative um, effect that they experience, which is loss of memory. And they forget of things that happened in the past, even within like two weeks before the procedure. And I kind of find it very interesting because that is what God does to us. Once he has done that procedure in us, there's certain things that we're going to remember in the past, but we're not going to remember them like that anywhere, anymore because it's not going to affect us. And there's some things we might not even remember after we have allowed God to change us. Because we don't bother looking back at those things. So yeah. Um, just, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh. I'm so excited to be here another day. Every single day that I wake up, I'm just more like, yes, God, I made it again. (laughs) You have me here for a reason. And whatever that reason is, I will continue. As long as you continue to allow me to or tell me what it is that you need me to do, I will do it. And um, thank you guys for listening and being here i will see you guys tomorrow i hope everyone have is has a great and awesome day bye